Hello, and thank you for listening to the Makeup and Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Cortella, and I am so happy that you guys are here. We are going to be talking about makeup and all the things. All right, welcome to the Makeup and Podcast. I am back here with you guys, and I have probably the coolest person that I've ever met, and I'm in her studio right now, Maria DiZazzaro, and she is on Instagram as Umami Tattooer, and she is hardcore into tattooing, and she is freaking phenomenal, and specifically Blackwork Tattoo. So, hi, Maria. Hi, how's it going? How you doing? I'm well, you know, everything's pretty crazy right now, but we're all just keep insane as well as we can which is wonderful so I feel like it's really sane I feel like it's I don't know why but I feel okay so so the media is out there right right and they're saying be careful blah 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 and I am yes at the same time I'm keeping my head on because I feel like more than anything we're it's all fear-based 100% I mean you know I'll just jump into saying I'm a type 1 diabetic so I have a quote-unquote compromised immune system but I couldn't agree with you more because mindfulness and keeping your head screwed on tight, that just makes you less vulnerable to anything. So I'm not going to stop doing anything that, you know, I would regularly do aside from keeping all of my clients safe, aside, you know. So if I'm feeling sick, not going to have you here. If I feel sick, probably won't go outside. But otherwise, just kind of keep trucking. Right. Keep trucking and and kind of being being in the know, but keeping your own head on, blah, blah, blah. You know, guys. We have a rose quartz here with us right yes. now, surrounding us with love. So I was like, you know what? We had this uh, plan to do it, and we both were down for it. So here we are. Makeup and podcast will not quit. Will not quit, and we Amen. have not shaken hands yet, but we will eventually. That's right. Maybe like an elbow or like a like a butt bump. We can do an elbow and a butt elbow. bump. Uh, butt, butt bump. bump. All right. <laughs> Okay, she so, might may have fallen over a little bit. It's but so fine, did I, so you it's know, fine. I fell over, but I'm in this beautiful space. So it was like a beautiful fall over. Yes. Um. So I have questions for you, Maria. How Please. do you feel about that? I feel great. I love okay. to answer questions. I like to ask them too, but I'm all here to answer you today. Yeah, we are here. So number uno, where did you grow up? I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh oh, you even have an accent. A little bit. A okay, little, it's gonna come out. Little, I mean, it depends on how much I've been drinking. <laughs> Thankfully, I haven't been drinking yet. It's a little this bit early for turn that. Into wine. All right, <laughs> yes. all right. Exactly. So, what was it like growing up there? I mean, excuse me, that's my dog chewing on it. She has a that. Frenchie, guys. It's the cutest thing in the world. Sit. So we made out. Yeah, we, we did. Out. So growing up in Boston was probably. And I don't want to sound too prideful, but I'm going to be that girl mm-hmm. or guy or whatever. Like right. any person who lives in Boston, Massachusetts, we love it. I call Massachusetts our land. Like anyone who comes from the Northeast, especially Mass, that's your land. It's not just like a place you grew up, right? right? You right. get all the seasons, you get pretty decent education everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, I had a pretty cool childhood, although I didn't come from lots of money. I got to be immersed in all this different culture and mm-hmm. different things, just being in that city. So mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to be from there. Also, you know, sports culture is unfortunately drilled into my head, although, you know, <laughs> Tom and Brady. Oh, yeah. It hurts, it, and everyone yeah, can bet. laugh. Oh, man. I'm like, what's coronavirus when you got Tom Brady breaking hearts? I know. My I hear you, girl. Yeah, right? Numero dos. Yes. So you're a Boston Mass girl. That's so interesting. 
I never would have guessed that. I don't know yeah. why. I know. I People just, say California sometimes. I'm like, no. I, I would be like, I don't know. I'd be like probably Portland or something, right? Right? I would say it could be from Seattle maybe like, too. Me, yeah. Yeah. Seattle. Or, yeah. Seattle, Portland. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your journey toward becoming a black work tech tour? So I, and you'll love this. I'm in. I was going to college working for MAC Cosmetics. Oh, oh which, woo! So, I mean, you know, I've got lots to say about that, but we won't delve into it too far. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was going to devote my life to makeup and still get my bachelor's degree in, you know, child development and art history. That's what I doubled in. Oh, wow. Um, so I worked for Mac for about four years and they broke my heart. <laughs> it didn't work out, unfortunately. And I was just kind of crushed. So Damn after, you, Mac Cosmetics. I mean, the product's good. Not as much now, but yeah. I mean, it's, they really drive the whole idea of artistry, but then you just realize that you're a salesperson and then you have your heart broken. So, yeah. so you're not going to move or advance into like the training career like I wanted to. Right. I just felt like I got a bit stunted and it wasn't working out. Mm. So I was kind of at a loss. I graduated. I just, you know, quit Mac. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it anymore. We call it putting down the Kool-Aid. And you probably, that was probably like a moment. In oh, time I was kind of like, crushed. Because yeah. I mean, really, and I'm sure you know this as a makeup artist. I'm not sure if you worked for Mac before, but a lot of professional yeah. makeup artists have. Yeah. And that's kind of how you start. But like, I don't know. It gets you into this mindset that this is going to be, you know, like you change everything about yourself. Mm. You're wearing black all the time. You're putting mm. on layers of makeup. You're looking fabulous. Yeah. You're getting told you're too fat, actually, all the oh time. Oh, my god. Oh, it, it can get, like, to I levels. I know that stuff. Oh, it can be abusive sometimes. They, I've wow. worked with some really nasty people. And, mm. I mean, that's nothing to say about how, like, the artistry is driven. But the salespeople, yeah, it's, it's brutal and it's competitive. Mm. So... I didn't really know what to do. So I started working at an office to pay off my student loans. I, Mm -hmm. you know, could work as an executive assistant because, you know, clerical work is what you go into after graduating college when you can't. I did it. Yeah, you can't use your degree for anything without the master's degree, right? So I, um, one day, because kind of getting tattoos has been my thing forever. It's like, at first, you would never look at me really maybe now, mm-hmm. and say, oh, she's covered in tattoos. But before, I had them all kind of covered up, mm-hmm. wanted to be a teacher, whatever. So it was my therapy to go get a tattoo. Love that. Yeah. So I, for shits and giggles, excuse me. Oh, it's whatever, <laughs> yeah, girl, it's whatever. you do you. All right. Um, <laughs> so for fun, I was like, I'm going to go get a tattoo today, and I'm going to bring my portfolio that I had developed over the four years in college. Mm. So, cause I was drawing it in studio classes at that time too. And it had really taken my artistry from before my natural, like fine artistry and turned it into something more cohesive. And I had, you know, concept and whatnot. Mm. So I brought it to my tattooer and he's like, why did you, why did you go to college? <laughs> you should have been tattooing mm-hmm. like this whole time. Like, I'm like, all right, too What's late. Wrong with you? Yeah. Like, Ugh, don't tell me that. So at that point he was like, you know what? Like, I don't really want to take an apprentice right now, but like, you should keep looking, like go to these shops, talk to these people. And I finally found somebody who would take me on as an apprentice. Um, and I quit everything I was doing. I got a job at Michael's literally just so I could, you know, make like $13 an hour. And then any other time I wasn't at Michael's, I was at the tattoo shop. Hell yeah. Scrubbing toilets, watching people tattoo. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. yeah, it's bomb. Through the the year, I did an apprenticeship actually at two places. There's a lot of politics in tattooing like anything else. Mm. I don't ever want to say that being a female makes it... It does make it harder. It does. But I wanted to believe like mind over matter. Like, fuck this. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a girl. Yeah, whatever. But I'm not going to like, you know, do X, Y, and Z to make you like me. But that does make it harder. It's kind of like the military, you know? And I I mean, I don't want to... 
I've dated a military guy for many years, and it's kind of like you're either the girl who hooks up with people or you're the bitch. Like, yeah. it's one or the other. Like, that's what I've heard, you know, from him. <laughs> and yeah. so it felt like that, sort of. It's like you got to be your own warrior. So I went through two apprenticeships two, with two people that I look back on now with a lot of, like, you know, forgiveness and understanding. But, like, it, at the time, like, they, sh- they had different intentions with mm. me. Mm. So after the first apprenticeship, I just sort of, like, left both of them and started tattooing out of my friend's studio. He was like, he's like, get the hell out of these places. Enough is enough. You know how to pick up a tattoo machine. You know what, so let's tattoo. I'm not going to charge you. Jay West, I love you. Jay West. Jay West, I love you, but I love you too. Jay West lives in LA now, um, oh, and I'll let him know that we're talking about him today. <laughs> but yeah, he just let me come in. He's like, you can even like you know pay a little bit of rent, whatever's easiest. Just make tattoos. So I mm-hmm. did that nonstop in Rhode Island. Actually, I was driving to Rhode Island an hour and a half every day, um, and I just started Jeez. to build a portfolio. Like that's what it was. I and I still honestly. I think it'd be bullshit for a tattooer who's under at least 10 years of tattooing to say that they always know what the fuck they're doing. Right. You know, like, it's scary still. Mm-hmm. Sometimes being like, all right, is this skin going to work? You know, whatever. Those are all logistics. But I didn't know what I was doing then, and sometimes I still don't know what I'm doing now, but I trained myself to have good habits, how to do it the right way, and now mm-hmm. that's been birthed into this beautiful thing. So. Yeah. I mean, so, you're amazing. You got... Thanks. I, I'm all right. So I, I was inspired the moment I saw her page... I've never wanted a tattoo until I saw your page. Oh, stop. No lie. <laughs> so I was like, wait one sec. Right. So now I'm like, I pursued like this, what I want. And like, I'm now on her wait list. Mm-hmm. Wait list. Wait list. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> Sorry, like, you yes. have done, you've done it and you've done it well. Yeah. And you are you freaking, your vibration is like soaring, girl. Thanks. You've got this going. Question. That bird, is that, did you do that? No, I got that at Ikea. No. <laughs> no. I was like. It looks like something I would draw, though, and yeah. I really loved it. I saw it. I was like, I need these, and it was literally $4. I, I got it. I framed it. You, I just I was about I to say, it. like, that's good. Yeah, right? Yeah, I got one of mine over there, though. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, oh, that's so, even better. Yeah, and that's thanks. more dramatic, so I like that better. Thanks. Yeah, that's. it looks a little bit more like a raw, you know? I like it. Thanks. I like that. Is that what it, oh, it's a rooster. It's a rooster with, like, like a little blazing sun behind it. Yeah, guys. Yeah. So you only do black work, but I saw spot if, color. If you, uh, what I call it, spot color. Oh, uh, yeah. spot color. Um, if you were gonna do anything besides that, you can add like a little bit of red. Red. Right. Yes. Okay. So that's why. Okay. Yeah. I, I really. Uh, and you asked earlier. I didn't fully complete. I mean, I apologize. It wasn't clear enough about the black work part. Mm. I like working in black ink. When I even do drawings and paintings, I'll do spot color usually with primary colors. It's mm. very like French New Wave cinema, like but in my. I'm here for that. Girl. <laughs> yeah, right. I like that. So like I like using the primary colors, but in tattooing, blues and yellows don't really appear as much. I've thought to myself, I'm like, I wish I could add those too, but mm. I won't. Maybe a little blue sometimes. But I just really find that tattoos aging, and mm. this is nothing against color tattooers, are incredible, they're amazing, but I don't like the way they look when they leave or when I see a client 10 years from now with a tattoo that's color. I'm just like, eh, mm. it's not for me. It just yeah. isn't, and we all have our different, like, things that we like, right? For sure. So, and I feel like black just definitely holds up better and mm. you can work with it more later. So I've got lots of black tattoos mm. yeah, everywhere. I've got a little bit of red, you yeah. know, but that's it. What was your first tattoo? Star on my foot when I was 13. Maybe 13, yeah. How badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your parents went in with you or you No. Like... Oh, no, no, no. I, I was always the art I was the art girl that hung out with the older kids. Mm. I have a brother or a half-brother who's 12 years older than me, so I gravitated to, you know, 
older people. Yeah, like, like, I just... I'm not this age. I'm yeah, that like, age. I'm going to hang out with them. So, yeah. like, I was 13 at, like, you know, 18-year-old parties, and some guy had a tattoo, quote, gun, you know, and, like, just, yeah. like, put, like, some Vaseline on my foot and just did this wonky-looking ah! star, which is now actually covered. I'll show you. I'll take off my sock. So, Let me see it. This, this whole foot's bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> I call this my snake, which I'm getting lasered off. Ah. could have been good, but my body rejected it, unfortunately. Ah. Cause she, and that happens. Okay. Yeah, she went a little heavy-handed. Ah. Um, the the artist, Megan Pagliaroni, who's actually a really wonderful artist, I think that we just worked for too much time on this, and the whole thing fell out. Oh, wow. So um, I just decided, you know what, let's start fresh. You can see that star. She tried to put the eye right above it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my snake is being removed by laser, and it hurts, so. Oh, I can't Make imagine that. Oof, girl. Worse than any tattoo ever. Will that ruin the pigment of your skin there, too, Mm-mm, or no? no? It doesn't? Okay. No, what essentially the laser does, and I mean, I'm not a laser remover, but from what I've gathered the many times I've gone, is that it, like, hits beneath that, you know, the second layer of the dermis, breaking up those mm. um, cells, mm-hmm. the ink cells, which are always alive underneath your skin. So they're technically wet right now, right? Oh, it's wow. crazy. So, th- so then you literally, like, process it through your liver and kidneys and shit it out. <laughs> oh, that's, good. that's how laser works, everyone. So and fun, it hurts. guys. Shitting. Shitting. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, shitting. Okay, yes. so I think I know this, but I'm not sure. You set up shop in D.C., but you also set up shop where else? So, I started in Rhode Island. Well, I started really tattooing in Rhode Island, Massachusetts. Then I moved here and I worked at a tattoo shop. Got it. And I moved here to actually be closer to who is now my ex-boyfriend. Got it. Amen. And um, I got a job at this place which referred to themselves as, you know, the best tattoo shop in D.C. So, I was like, holy shit. And the fact that they took me immediately was was kind of hysterical because still at that point I would I'm nowhere near as good as I want to be now but then I was definitely not as good as I am now yeah so for and I would say like for a best tattoo shop in DC you'd be wanting to see some like crazy tenured Mm. artists you know what Mm -hmm. I mean so nothing like that applied there but they had good ratings and I could move here and it was the first time I left Boston so I was like great um I don't know like you're like deuces let's do this yeah right so I moved here and I I mean I had quite the experience working there. I was there for a full year. Wow. Um, the only thing I can really thank them for is the fact that I got to work in the DDMV for a year, mm-hmm. um, but it could have been in a basement. Well, no, it wasn't a basement, actually. That was a basement. <laughs> it could have been, but it wasn't it was, also. It was also a basement that was disgusting and nasty. I mean, I, I'm i a Scorpio, you know, I'll be ruthless, but I don't really need to be. I've moved forward from it, but I had a pretty miserable experience working there, and all I can say is that I did develop a slight clientele, but to this day now, when I ask my clients, where did you hear about me? Mm-hmm. Like, Instagram, the yeah. internet, other people. Like, so, like, all of that's sort of, like, in the past. Right. Um, but, but it's, like, it's becoming a phoenix, though, right? You're like, mm-hmm. you know what? You had to go through the, this hell of an experience. Yeah. To know that you're a badass. Right. And, yeah. and that it did take that, you know, because yeah. I did not have the confidence before. Right. And that's, I think, why, like, I had this whole idea that I had have to work for a tattoo shop. And you know what? I would again. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely. But right. it would have to rise be. Rise from the storm. Yes. Rise mm. from, the, from the ashes. May. <laughs> you gotta. So, I mean, like, 
I, I took a leap of faith leaving there and I was just like, I can't do it. Like if I'm, I saved some money, you know, I, from working and it's like, if I need to like take some time off and like just do some tattoos here and there, like I'm licensed, it's fine, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to jump back into a shop. So I started just like doing some tattoos for mm-hmm. my private studio and mm-hmm. it started to work, mm-hmm. which I thought wouldn't happen. So that's sort of my development. I started doing private studio work, um, I think it was September. Yeah. All right, and that's where we are right now, guys. It is like heavenly here. It just has it has like those you know where you want to go some you're in someone's space. You're like, what's that going to be like? You're on Instagram, you're like talking to them. It feels it feels good, but then you get to the <laughs> space and you're like, well, that was an interesting session, you know, but here it feels so calm and feels so peaceful. It's open. It's Thank not a closed space. It has all these spiritual elements to it. So yeah, very feng shui yeah. kind of thing going on. I'm not sure what it is, but I like it. I like <laughs> it. So yeah, you know, cheers. I Thank you. Yeah, you really are doing it. And um, there's more to add to, you know, it's, yeah. that's what I like about this whole room is everything that's put up right now or this whole studio space is like something I've had and cherished for quite some time. Yeah. So the more memories, I just keep kind of adding to my wall. And they all kind of happen to be influenced by like East Asian art. So it works out pretty well, you know, I'm into yeah. that. I'm into um, that. Yeah, right. So just want to keep it natural and feel like you're being hugged when you walk in the room. Like that's my goal. Yeah. yeah. I was definitely hugged by her dog <laughs> right when I got in here. So that was one of my favorite moments. He just chortled at you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So... Uh, tattoos take a lot of time. Yes. So what do you do and, uh, with your clients during that time? Do, are they on their phone or are you guys mostly talking? So you're on my wait list, but like I said, you're, <laughs> yes. you're going to learn this process. So with my, um, remote assistant, mm-hmm. Manda, oh, what Amanda. we do is have like a whole setup of an email basically saying, cause I only do email consultations. I don't want the space here at the moment to be so active I would rather have one to two clients a day here so if Mm -hmm. I'm taking consults that means like up to five people a day Mm -hmm. so what I've developed is a way to email consultation with people Mm -hmm. and a lot of artists do this what do you want what's your idea send me reference photos tell me where you want it tell me like just style Mm -hmm. like images like maybe you want a bird of this kind but you want my style so like just be descriptive about it um, and especially let me know like where you want it on your body right. so I can tell you an estimate. Mm-hmm. So I'll give someone an estimate just based on space and how long I think it's going to take, mm-hmm. which is subject to change. Right. Often the price goes down depending on how long we work, but sometimes it'll go up because mm-hmm. I have an hourly rate of 200 an hour. Right. So, um, but like for things that are under an hour, maybe up to an hour and a half, I always give a quote of, you know, this is just going to be by the piece because Mm -hmm. it would make no sense to, I might fly through it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just, while they're here, the drawing's already ready. So no client arrives without, once the, you know, the email consult's done, they leave a deposit. No client arrives at my house saying, oh, where's my drawing? It's going to be ready for you. And if we need to make alterations to it because there's something that you want to change, I'm always open to doing that. Hmm. I've, my big thing is, like, I'm never going to rush someone into a tattoo, but I will give you my professional opinion. Hmm. So if somebody thinks, like, a drawing I made for them, like, you know, but I wanted a little more round or, like, I want more hmm. flowers here. Well, it's just not going to fit. So oftentimes people will go with what I'm saying, but I don't expect that. And often, and not oftentimes, but in some cases, if someone's like, I have to have it this way. 
I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll even say, all right, instead of tattooing you this session, we're going to use it as a planning session. You're going to sit here. We're going to draw it together. There is no amount of money that is ever worth like getting a bad, bad tattoo, Mm -hmm. you know, or something that you don't want. My dog farted. How dare your dog? So I like that you you don't bring your ego into it. I think that's lovely. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's why it's just so funny. Like the most talented people I've met don't have ego in it, and it's really it's really uh, it's beautiful because right. I feel like in in I'm gonna root this back to makeup. I feel like in makeup, um, specifically, most of my clients are are brides. Yeah. Uh, it they you have an Instagram. People look at that, and right. then they contact you. Same thing with me. I have an Instagram. People look at that and then they yeah. contact me. And they kind of have, we have to start there. Right. Yeah, they right. liked what they saw. Right. And then I like, but I also like that you listen to what they want. You're not going to place what you want on them. Never. And that's beautiful. A right. lot of people that have ego in the tattoo world. I mean, again, I have it's not true. ever had one, but um, I'm sure place what they want onto their client because they want to have their. Their thing. Their and, thing. And that's a huge, I mean, I respect. There's ways that I, I can't say respect, but I understand that. Mm-hmm. There's certain styles of tattooing where, and I actually have a lot of it where I'm like, all right, like this is Vinny's, like draw, like you know, mm-hmm. like my old tattooer and friend Vinny, uh, just drew a tooth and it's on his flash and I want that right. So like that, I won't be like, hey man, like change it. Like yeah. I'm just getting a tooth tattoo. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, so it, it's, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> right. But like, and and even for me, sometimes I'll post and you've probably seen it up for grabs. That design will never change. You're settling with that one, right? Cool. Otherwise, if you have a custom request, it is custom. That's why it's custom, right? Yeah. They change it for you. Yeah. And I think even, like, I love what you said about makeup. My favorite thing was listening, like, and showing and teaching the client, which is right. rack terminology, right? Yeah. Um, and just developing and building that trust is going to make them look and feel so much better at the end, no mm-hmm. matter what happens and just having patience with each other. So right. that's a, a whole part of like the tattooing experience. It ha- it should be intimate, mm-hmm. just like makeup. You're making that woman or man feel the most pretty, right? Yeah. Amplifying everything that's beautiful about their face. And like that first look when they're like, <gasps> like that's what I love when people look at tattoos. I'm like, oh, I know. that feels so good. Like the ah moment. Sorry. So start touching their hair, you know? Like, so, like oh, oh, yes. I know. I'm sure like Sophie is always like, wherever oh, I can put my tattoo I, in. And it. Like, this hey. is me with my tattoo. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, that's, that's so bomb. I love it. Right. Um, what's the most inspiring story behind a tattoo that you were asked to do? Um, I've got a lot. There, there is one. I won't ever mention client names, but I had a girl come in who, um, and I, I mean, I hope this isn't too dark for anyone, but like we've all been in dark places and like practice self harm and stuff like that. And she was really skeptical about getting a tattoo over it because it was just so bad. Like you know, like you know, it was rough in the area and could a tattoo cover it and whatever. And we worked out like this really, really beautiful like like group of flowers just like so amazing and like you know I I feel like I did a pretty good job in the tattoo and like it just looks so beautiful you would never ever know and it was just sort of like her rising from her own ashes you know saying like all right like yeah like this the damage is done like something beautiful came of it and like you know I'm actually still tattooing her to this day I'm doing more pieces on her and stuff but yeah she'll like send me pictures of her like holding flowers like with her tattoo and stuff like that like going to pick lavender because there's lavender in my tattoo and like just like there's just a really beautiful like I don't know being able to 
to grow from things that really suck. That's what tattooing is all about, you right. know? Like, right. to commemorate a time that's better or, or worse, you know? It can be anything you want it to be, which is why I like it so much. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, we already talked about the coronavirus. What are you doing <laughs> to stay uplifted at home all, all the time? Oh, my God. Uh, so, I was feeling... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't corona. Know. I know. So honestly, to anybody and any of my clients that are listening and to new clients, hopefully, I was feeling like a little bit iffy like a couple days ago. So I canceled my whole appointments for the week because I also have allergies. So me like being like, eh, I'm like, man, you're one like, something like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like going to get tased or something. Like not like any of my clients would do that, but like apparently that happened in New York City already to some guy who sneezed, right? So yeah, like I honestly have been retreating more into nature which I haven't mentioned but I I love animals and plants and I am a horseback rider so I just started leasing a horse like so I can go out to the barn I'm gonna go right after this and ride for a couple of hours and yeah and just I mean the barn as crazy as it sounds is like the most sterile place (laughs) there's like horse shit everywhere it smells like shit but it's super sterile but it's super there's like three people there you know like I'm just touching the horse like hey like he's fine (laughs) He's just chilling, like, and it, it's good. It's a really good therapeutic thing. So you're kind of stepping into, like, nature and just, like, yeah. getting your yeah your air getting, out. Ugh, fresh air the... is the best. Getting all the angst yeah. out. And also, so this is something that I have not really told anyone yet, but I've been drawing, like, for myself again, which, oh, man, like, I forgot how hard it is. Oh, yeah. It's so hard to, like, have your own concept and have, you know, I don't know, like... <laughs> the dog snoring dog is snoring so i mean to have your own concept and then to also um take inspiration from things like i i made a big mistake yesterday i like pulled out a michelangelo that i really really like and i was like i'm gonna just try to like you know do my own like like you know recreation of it Mm -hmm. and it didn't go well i just like had lots of balled up paper on the floor but at least you're trying oh yeah well, it, it made me realize, oh, I'm going to pick you up so you stop snoring. It made me realize that uh, I need to take more time for myself, even when I'm tattooing, mm-hmm. to um, to draw. Because that's one of those skills that I've had for a very... It's like my my thing, you know? Mm-hmm. like It's kind of like when a kid is born and they're really good at playing violin for some reason. Like yeah. I was just good at drawing, so I need to commit more time to my own personal art and draw for me. Because you get lost in that when you're tattooing. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, I water paint or you know that's that's watercolor yeah yeah but it's something or that I'm trying out and I've been really fascinated with how much um watercoloring is kind of um helping me understand you know contrast and you know it's blending and blah 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 and it's just water it, I I was in the section at Michael's yes at, of course yeah uh, uh, and I saw oil paint so I was like I'm not ready for you yet they're not ready. I'm not ready for them yet. Yeah, I've been painting like, my whole life. <laughs> I love acrylic paints because you know what? I'm lazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm lazy. I, I don't have time to wait for you to dry and then like not wait. And then, I know. And then like with the, all the chemicals and uh, it's like, it's yeah. beautiful. But I love like all these things going yeah, on. Yeah, there's so that. much. I'm like a blow dryer. Like, <laughs> like what's going on? Like, is this what I'm She's getting really into yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> right? No, when I was in, in school, we, I took a couple oil painting classes and I didn't enjoy it. I always enjoyed like mixed media and illustration, even anatomy, like mm. drawing and stuff. Oh, God. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Like we're drawing skeletons. Like, oh, but I mean, right? 
Oh yeah, I in college I was I majored in exercise science and I had to um, dissect a cadaver. And that was <gasps> no way. That's so badass. Two of them, and oh. it was by far the least badass thing. I was not. I did not show up for that. I was like, you didn't go. I mean, I did, but well, I was you, like you, not into emotionally. It the whole you time. weren't there. Like, <laughs> You know, like, trying not to gag oh or, like, my God. I just can't sing, like, a human flesh, like, dead. Yeah. It's, like, boom. And then I couldn't eat chicken wings for, like, weeks. <laughs> I don't know. You're, Sorry, like, the joint. The joint. Like, I know. I was, like, I just can't. That whole situation. Anyway. So, next subject. <laughs> anyway, dead bodies. I will say, just to add really quick, like, I'm born right before Halloween, and I've always just been, like, a spoopy baby. Like, I love, like, you know, like, graveyards, and, like, yeah. you know, it's kind of good for tattooing skulls and, like, witch stories and whatever. So, like, I just read a, a book on medieval surgery, or pre, pre-modern surgery mm. by Dr. Lindsay Fitzharris. You should read it. It's called The Butchering Art. Oh, I loved it, if you're into that. What's, like... No, it talks about, like, Lister, like, Listerine, you know? Oh. The guy who originally, like, oh. started, yeah, like, meh, in, the, in, the, in the theaters. Yes. And, yeah, just how brutal it was. Oh, wow. Yeah, but without him, yeah, be fucked. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. So, thank you, but also, wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <But> also, <ugh. laughs> Like, didn't wash his hands in between clients. Ew. Yeah. Corona. Ew. Corona. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so uh, what's your favorite MAC Cosmetics product? Ooh. That's really difficult. I could probably list one from each, like, category. Part of your face? Okay, so let's go on the face. What's your favorite foundation from MAC? Um... That's also hard. Matchmaster, probably, but they're discontinuing it. Oh. I I love the Matchmaster. It's... (laughs) I'm like selling them right now. It is a medium coverage matte, like liquid to powder finish. Mm. But what it has is this technology that changes to your skin tone. Ooh. So instead of being like NW, whatever, like neutral, warm, neutral, cool, it's one, 1.5, two, 2.5. It actually so. works. Oh, yeah, it works. It's better, I'd find, for golden skin, kind of like mine, mm. just because it yellows up a little bit. Mm. But I mean, I've had nothing but because I don't have bad skin, I don't want like cake. Mm-hmm. face yeah. I just want like a little bit you know yeah I started using Glossier stretch and I a stretch concealer mm-hmm. I really like it yeah I yeah I actually I'm using MAC mineralized like still uh, for that and it's good it's because it's it's moisturizing just around like this area. I've never tried that I might have to try that yeah do it do it mm. I'll show it to you we're done what's your favorite um eye product for MAC for MAC um probably the painterly uh eye primer which is a clay pot mm-hmm. and then let's just we'll, we'll call it easy and then the black track Mm. or boot black liner so one is a gel based pot liner and the boot black is a felt tip but I like the boot black the most because it dries super fast and it also is a matte finish mm. I can't stand no glossy eyeliner mm-hmm. queen yeah no, I hear you I, hear I don't want to like see boot you listening black. Boot I've black. never heard of that yeah b-o-o-t boot black boot black I'm going to try that, too, because I've it. never tried that. Do it. It's the best. Huh. It's the best. It's actually, it's comparable now to the Sephora basic felt tip. Mm. Um, I bought that because I just, like, sometimes I'm, like, mad at MAC. I'm like, I'm just going to walk by you, yeah. even though this is just as expensive. You. Yeah. But so, you're, like, cool looking back. Yeah, except for my foundation. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going back in. Yeah, right? I'm going back <laughs> in. Um, the eyebrow pencils are pretty decent for MAC. I lingering. Like, yeah, ling- that's what I actually use. Oh, I know really? It's light. Yeah, it's universal. It's that, it, lingering and stylized. Yeah. Stylized, which are very, you know, cool tones. Mm. Um, lipstick. I actually am not a lipstick girl. Mm. I Me neither. <laughs> joking, joking. What are you wearing right now? Uh, two different things. Yeah. 
Jeffree Star, I'm just like... Of course. Oh, yeah, but I'm wearing Sam Marcel today and mm-hmm. Rue. Rue. And, but his stuff is so bright, but it's very drying. But it's just like the brightest I've ever found. And it looks like it, it holds yeah. really true. Yeah, thank um, you. But yeah, so I mean, I'm more of like a glossy girl. Like I would do like lip liner. So I'm the kind of girl that'll use Whirl lip liner from MAC and then just put a gloss on it. Oh, I like, like that. Because I, I, I feel like with my features, like it actually softens my face to have less mm. bold of a lip. Mm. And I, I like that. Well, do you do a flick, right? No? Like what? You do a flick for Oh, a wing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the wing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, when I wear makeup. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. lashes all day. Yeah. So if you do, a, if you do like an eye <laughs> flick or a, or a cat eye, uh, yeah, I can good. understand. Because it's like, once you go flick... <laughs> <laughs> you don't go back? <laughs> Sorry. And we're making dad jokes, yeah, kind so of. Anyway. <laughs> so world. Like, I like I it. it. World's good. <laughs> um, I love... Soft and gentle, mineralized mm. like skin finish. So there's a highlighter. They've got a pretty good contour palette out now. Um, yeah, they do. Uh, they actually do have a really good lip palette too. I'm yeah, like, no kidding. Like their red lip. Palette. I haven't seen it yet. I'm like, hello. I, I stick to my staples if I have to buy there. Mm. Um, also, Peachy Keen for a blush. Or That's what I was gonna ask you. Peachy, Peachy Keen, Keen yes. uh, for yes. summer, and then Warm Soul for like you know winter. If even if I'm on vacation, I'll use Warm Soul. All of these are, like, most of the ones we're talking about are mineralized, which you can use wet. Did Hello. Hello. So, you know, they've got, it's well, all How do you use it wet? You just wet your brush and, well, you mean warm sole? Tips, guys, tips. For warm sole? Yeah. So, I'll use warm sole on my eyelid, too. Mm. Just I'll press it all over the eyelid and just give it kind of like that one. When I'm tan, it looks really mm. nice because it's like, got oops, that, oops, here yeah, I am. It's just like kind of that, like. VS glow, even though I'm nowhere near as good looking as those Victoria's Secret models. But, (laughs) right, who is? But yeah, so you can use them wet, just like a little bit. I would totally, soft and gentle too, that's mineralized. If you really want to... To, to have a bright highlight, just get it nice and wet, pat it all over your face, whatever, you're glowing. It's you know, good. on the Victoria's Secret thing, though, you know what? I did some research, y'all. Yeah. A lot of those ladies <laughs> are getting, like, filler, all the stuff yeah. done, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah. not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm just saying it's oh. also expensive to look like that, so it's not, they're not naturally showing up looking like that. Maybe when they were, like, 10, that their skin looked like... I'm just saying, it's thousands yeah, of dollars but, probably yeah. per month. Oh, yeah. And all that. celebrities do that. Like, yeah. it's, it's honestly, it's such a common thing. Even for, like, everyday people now, it's a mm-hmm. common thing. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, like, I would get things done, you know? Like, I'd try it out. Yeah, exactly. Right? I have. Like, Nurse Megan. Holler, Nurse Megan. It was my girl that does Botox for uh-huh. me. And you had Botox? How, well, I would never right do now. it it's like It's, like, gone now. <laughs> but it's been, like, it's been a minute. But, uh, yeah, Nurse Megan is my, my girl. My girl. And <laughs> she's in Arlington. <laughs> she's in Arlington. So, and she also has the same space like, kind of like this where right. she lives. But she also has like a separate mm-hmm. space for in the, her studio. And I, it just feels like. Right. I love that. I prefer that. And she does consultations and stuff. So, um, yeah. So, I'm like, there's nothing against what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying. Girl, Victoria's Secret models hey, right. are also painful. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I know. So anyway, um, uh, what is your daily makeup routine? Like, say you have like five minutes. What would you grab? Um, my concealer, <laughs> you know, under eye. Into the Mac yeah, right. <laughs> concealer and mascara. So uh-huh. I, I would have eyelashes on because 
I mean, I don't know if anybody knows what I look like, but I've got enough room between my eyebrows and my eye to, like, draw a fucking swan on. Like, yeah. like it's huge. I've yeah. got huge... So, even though I've got nice eyelashes, they look damn short. Like, I can wear... Like, they, you have nice lashes. Like, well, I'm seeing that. But, like, yeah. I can wear lashes up to, like, here, and it looks like a normal human's eye now. Mm. Because, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's bridging the gap. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have, like, the crease like everybody. So, I can put on, like, them crazy, like, yeah, 48 double sack lashes. And, like, people are like, that's normal. You yeah. look amazing. Like, what lashes are those? Then I try to put them on somebody else, and they're just like, this is touching my forehead. Like, look what she did to my face. I know, right? <laughs> like, there's spiders on your face now. Oh, like, that happens to me all the time. My mom always used to be like, why are there spiders on the floor? <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Mr. Yeah, Josh. I do individual lashes and they do look like spiders. And yeah. you look down in the shower, you're like, okay. Oh, no. This is who I am now. Yeah, so um, my makeup routine, I mean, I have like two looks now. I, I'm so less devoted to makeup now, and that's only because I like was so devoted to it and it got exhausting. You and know? you also have really nice skin, so Thanks. you don't even need to like do all the things. Right. And your eyebrows are like, all right. They're I've, good. I've had them microbladed. Like oh. I had them microbladed once, but this okay. is almost like five years ago. Oh, wow. So, I mean, they, they stayed. Yeah, there's just one area. I would recommend eyebrow, mm. partially like eyebrow tattooing, like with like a, a tattoo pen mm. over microblading because it left scar tissue for me. Mm. So, this one area, like right there, didn't like to grow back so much anymore. Ah, oh, that's a which bummer. Which sucks. But, like, yeah. I'm thinking about getting like one of them, like, you know, serums, <laughs> slap it all over my face yeah, and make I, up like the wolf man. <laughs> the only thing from Rodan and Fields I'm interested in. Oh, yeah? But don't be contacting me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if you wake up. Sorry about it. Really? Um, all right, so I guess we're on our last question, Woo, y'all. We did so good. Yes. Um, <laughs> like I said, um, <laughs> I'm on your wait list. Fred, I was going to say, when can I get a tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> How does one get a hold of thy... Thigh. You. you email. Thighest. Thighest. Email is the best way. Please email. email me. I have my number listed on my... So if you go to Instagram, you click contact, you're going to see my email and my phone number. I will answer your calls if you call me, but I'm going to do the same thing and relay you to my email. Right, right. Um, I can spell it out for you if you want me to. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's a good idea because um, my name's super long, but... <laughs> Go for it. So my email is mariamaydelazaro at gmail.com. And M-A-E? M-E-E. Ooh. It means beautiful in Chinese. Uh-huh. So I'm Chinese and Italian, y'all. So <laughs> I got... I got good me. mix, guys. Right. Take it from me. So um, my email is spelled M-A-R-I-A. Then M is in Mary. E is an elephant. E is an elephant. Then D Lazaro, which is D I L A Z Z A R O at gmail.com. Um, if you have inquiries for tattoos, just literally list. Getting on wait list probably is the best one right now. Inquiry for blank. And start off your email sending, you know, photos of things that you like. Mm-hmm. I am a visual person, so right. you know, the first thing I see is Ooh, this person wants like a super dope, like, you know, I don't know, pig riding a dragon. Cool. Like, <laughs> like, yes. like, it's easier than me reading, like, you know, and I love when I get personal biographies and I love when I get the really intimate things that you guys want to tell me because I do get to reading them, but the first thing I'm going to look at is the photo. Okay, so, so no sure. over the shoulder shots of just you. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, hi. Hey, this is, me. This, is, this is my this life. Is, this is my essence. Right? Which, <laughs> honestly, like, I dig it sometimes. Yeah. I have to be in the mood for it. I, it's it's kind of like one of those winding down, like, I'm going to learn right. about Marissa. Like, <laughs> and then it takes me about 30 minutes to, like, get really through it, and now I'm emotionally attached. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, 
to come over tomorrow. Come over. Are you okay? <laughs> Just kidding. Well, email her, guys. Um, I found her on um, on Instagram. And what is your Instagram? It is at Umami Tattooer, which is U M A M I T A T T O O E R. So that's umami, like the savory flavor profile. It's Japanese. Amen. Japanese. I like. I, that's really cool. Right. I didn't even know what that one. Well, I was it, like, what's umami? It's right. Yeah. So it's funny. Like my my buddy Jay that I Jay West <laughs> that I mentioned earlier. He like was just we were like eating sushi or like something. We were hanging out after working. And I was like, oh, yeah, umami. He's like, ooh, mommy. Like, you know, like, said that to me. And I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Like, there's a lot of, like, a lot of people think I'm Spanish, too, which is pretty funny, like, all the time. So, like, I've been, yeah, and yeah. especially being from Boston, Northeast, there's lots of, like, people from all different countries, South America, like, mm-hmm. you know. And so people be like, hey, mommy, and, like, say that to me all the time, which I I kind of found it endearing. <laughs> right? So it just, it has a ring to it. But then like the, the essence behind it being like the fifth flavor profile, like that's the one that you forget is there. Mm-hmm. You know, we like, we know salty and sweet, but umbami, like that's yeah. that real like savory thing. And I'm quite a savory person. Yeah, I, I, tra- like I like to say so myself. <laughs> so yeah, that's, she that's is, that. Thank you. Well, thanks, thanks for, for having, yeah, thanks for coming, or thanks for having me come into your space. Yes, anytime. During this You'll be time. here soon. I'm going to be here soon. Yeah. I'm getting a flower of life with yeah. ge- geometry in it, so oh. I'm excited. I didn't know that, and now we're yeah, definitely going to look excited. into that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> super excited. I know exactly where I'm going to come to. Yes. Um, I have to bring a little T-R-E-A-T for the little man. Who's sleeping like a good Who's boy. Who's sleeping and not snoring, the little cutie pie. <laughs> So thanks again, and thanks for listening to the Makeup Aiden podcast. All the things that she mentioned, I will try to list in the comments so you guys can go to Matt Cosmetics and go have some fun. So ciao, everyone. Be safe. And, uh, yeah, drink some wine and chill out and have some fun, guys. We have some downtime and, you know, make the best of it. Peace. Thank you guys again for listening to the Makeup Band Podcast. I want to give some shout outs to those who have subscribed and left reviews and ratings for me on iTunes and Spotify. It means the world. My first review was from Reiki Mama Jen, and she left a five-star review saying, Seriously, Brittany is amazing. Sure, uh, She's a pure channel of love and light, beauty and brains to boot, and a connection to the divine that shines. So um, thank you, Jen. That is amazing, and it really, 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 really helps me out, keeps me going. So if you guys wouldn't mind, if you haven't already subscribed, I would really love if you guys did. Everyone, cheers. Uh, give yourselves a hug. Give everyone a hug that's in your family (laughs) uh i want you guys to all know that you know um, we're all in this together i know we're in social distancing right now and that's a good thing um soon this will you know the storm will be over and we'll all be able to you know be with each other and um, actually hug and no more elbow elbows said elbow and no more spock like peace signs instead of (laughs) saying hi with or shaking hands so you guys hang in there peace and love to you all